What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Thursday, January 19th. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D 34. This is Sports Ethos presentation, and if you haven't already checked us out, please go to sportsethos.com. You can get a ton of information from wagering to fantasy sports across all sports that you like. Uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, baseball in the summer, obviously. Um, tennis, golf. We even got disc golf coverage. Podcast, free podcast for almost every sport. DFS podcasts daily. My buddy Keith Cork is doing a great job on the DFS side. And uh, lots of packages we have as well. I'm part of the Wager Pass group. All are very reasonably priced. And um, for, I think it's $19.99 a month, you will you have definitely made that money back, plus a lot more. I think every single month over the last year. Uh, with our wager pass group. So if you haven't already, go to sportsethos.com and check us out. And big night uh, of sports, small in the association, big night in the NCAA and big night on the ice. So uh, let's get right at it. In the NBA, five games. We start out with one in France where the Bulls are, I guess, playing at Detroit. Detroit's the home team, but it's in France. Uh, this game opened seven and a half point um, line for Chicago. Total here was 236. I'm not on the game. Uh, you never know in these games uh, when they are when they are so far um, out of town, so to speak. Such a neutral site game. Who knows what's going to happen here? So um, I would lean to probably lean towards Chicago, but it's seven and a half. I'm not really going to be on. I'm actually not really on much in the NBA tonight. But uh, let's go through the next four games. Golden State is in Boston to face the Celtics, and when we pull up the injury report here. Um, well, to go back to back to the first game, Chicago is pretty much uh, healthy, and Detroit has the usual injuries. With uh, Nerlens Noel is now questionable. Everybody else, uh, Jalen Duran, it says is available. Uh, in the Boston Golden State game, the big news for Boston is Jalen Brown is expected back. Listed as questionable, but I've heard uh, he's expected back. On the Golden State side, uh, fairly healthy, other than uh, Wiseman and Kaminga remain out, uh, but should have a full roster. I guess uh, um, Clay's a little bit beat up. We're not really sure. And Steph's coming back, which is good news. But war has been dreadful on the road. And Celtics full strength. I actually like the Celtics here. Um, not going to touch the game. It's a little too close to my number. But at minus six and a half, uh, if I could get it at minus five, I'd probably be on it. But it's not going to get back down there. I think it opened about minus five, minus five and a half. Uh, but I like the Celtics. 240 and a half is a big number. But the way these teams have been scoring... Uh, I could easily see them hit it. So uh, I would lean to the under, but not going to be on that. Um, and, a, and a lean to the Celtics as well. Next game, 8-10 in the East in Minnesota. The T-Wolves host the Raptors. The Raptors come in five and a half point favorites. Total here, 231. On the injury report for the T-Wolves, Ed, Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert are questionable. I got to believe Gobert is not playing. Uh, I think it's a hamstring or a groin injury and missed one game. I got to believe he's going to be out for a week, if not more. But he's listed as questionable. And obviously, Carl Anthony Towns is out. 
for the Raps, uh, Delano Benton is listed as questionable. Everybody else is playing. And the Raps have been doing well. I'd actually lean the T-Wolves here. Um, I'd lean the T-Wolves and I'd lean to the under, but lean a little harder on the T-Wolves in total. Stay away from the, uh, the under on the 231 total. Uh, this is the third of five games this week for the Raptors. I think they're all on the road. And they play their starters a lot of minutes. And I think if Edwards is playing, if, Go- if Gobert is playing for sure, but I think this line indicates he's not. If Edwards is playing, I would definitely lean towards the T-Wolves, being able to keep this close and the Raptors' legs potentially um, slowing down at the end of the game. Um, but just a little too little too big a number for me to get on either side. 10 and East, we have Brooklyn traveling to Phoenix for what you would have thought a month or so ago would have been a great game, but too many injuries. Uh, the line is right now Brooklyn comes in three-point favorites. 220.5 is the total for the Nets. Kyrie is expected to play, listed as probable. Uh, Kessel Edwards is out. Obviously, KD is out. On the Phoenix side, Booker still out. Crowder is obviously not with the team. Cam Johnson is back, which is good, but Chris Paul is out. Cameron Payne is out, and Landry Shamit's out. So still banged up team. I would actually lean towards Phoenix. Um I just think Brooklyn on the road is going to be questionable. Uh, Kyrie sat last game, said it was an injury, but probably just load management more than anything. Um, actually, no, I don't think I would lean with Booker out. I forgot Booker's still out. Cameron Payne out uh, and Chris Paul not playing. I'm not sure what I would do here. Uh, this, is, this is definitely a stay away for me. Maybe, as I said, lean to Brooklyn because they're catching three points at home. Or, pardon me, Phoenix because they're catching those three points at home, but not not anything I'm all that excited about. Last game, which I think will be a good game, is in Portland, where the Trailblazers host the 76ers. 76ers, two-point favorites. 233 is the total. Philly first, fully healthy. Portland has Nurkic and Gary Payton listed as probable. Um, I like... Portland here. Uh, I just think Philly's on a ro- on. I think this is the second last game of a three or four game West Coast road trip, and I think Portland can keep it close and playing at home, catching a couple points. I would lean towards the Trailblazers, but not touching it. Unfortunately, there's nothing that really jumped out at me tonight in the NBA, uh, so I'm going to be staying away from that. Going to take a quick break. When we get back, I'm going to hit a huge college basketball slate. Not going to hit them all like I tried to do yesterday, but going to get to a good number of them, and then uh, some games on the ice. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right, in college basketball, 76 games on a huge Wednesday slate. Not going to hit them all. I'll run through uh, a few that I like. Uh, I'm on a few um, ATS plays, really. Uh, some of the bigger games kind of stay away from me. There will be some interesting games. And it starts at 630 in the East at Michigan State, who are host, hosting Rutgers. Sparty comes in three-point favorites. Total here is 126.5. I'd actually lean towards uh, Michigan State. They've been playing well. Rutgers has actually been playing a lot better than I thought too, and not just at home. They've been uh, they've had some good road wins. Um, this line opened at about at two and a half. Uh, it's moved up to minus three. Bounced back and forth between minus three and minus two. Uh, not really seeing a ton of money on flip on either side. So I would lean to Michigan State at home. 
Next game, another Big Ten matchup is Purdue at the barn in Minnesota. And Purdue's laying 13.5 points. Total here, 133.5. I would actually, and I'm debating doing this, I haven't done it yet, but I'm actually uh, back in Minnesota. 13.5 is just too much to lay. They've played well lately. Purdue hasn't exactly been pounding teams. They've been winning, but haven't been pounding teams on the road. So I would uh, take the 13.5 with the home Golden Gophers. And I'd probably also look to the under. Uh, I think this is, could be a classic Big Ten um, back and forth, not defensive battle, but slower game. Uh, Minnesota's not going to want to get out and run, and they're going to want to slow the game down to try and keep it close. And if they can do that, A, they cover the spread, and B, I think it goes under 133.5. So not on either of those yet. Uh, I see the over 133 in DraftKings juiced at 105, so they're enticing you to take that. So I would take the Golden Gophers plus 13.5. Next game, the third straight Big Ten battle is in Maryland, where Michigan comes to town. Maryland's two and a half point favorites. Total here is 142. And I would actually lean, you can get Michigan at 130 on the money line too. And I would actually lean um, lean that way. I think these guys, yeah, they played at Michigan on January 1st. So maybe it was a New Year's hangover. But Michigan won 81-46. Now, I don't expect that. Uh, beat down on the road in Maryland, but I think they're a better team. Maryland is two and four in Big Ten play. Uh, they lost to Wisconsin in a, in, a, in a rare early Big Ten game in December, and then since then, since the new year, basically they are one and four. Lost at Michigan, lost at Rutgers. No shame in either of those, but lost handily in both those games. Won at home against Ohio State by seven. That was an impressive win, and then lost last week, uh, last Sunday actually uh, at Iowa. Lost by 14. So when they're losing, they're losing big. And I don't know that they're that much better a team. They're better at home, obviously. Uh, Michigan comes in kind of an up and down season. Been doing well in the, doing all right in the Big Ten at 10 7 overall, but, and 4 and 2 in the Big Ten. They've got uh, that win against Minnesota or the win against Minnesota back in early December by 15 points at, uh, at the barn, which was impressive. Then they beat. These Terrapins, like I said, 81-46 at home. They beat Penn State by 10 at home. They lost at Michigan State by 6. No shame in that. In that. They lost at Iowa by uh, 9 in overtime. So that was a good game. They beat Northwestern most recently at home by 7. So I think they're playing better ball. I think they're the better team. Uh, on a neutral court, they're the better team. So give Maryland a bit of a home, home field advantage, home court advantage. Uh, but I think I like Michigan 2.5, and, and I might jump on this one. Closer to game time. Haven't done it yet, though. As we slide down, Wichita State is at Memphis. Memphis comes in 10.5 point favorites. 140 and a half is the total. I like the Shockers here. Uh, I like Wichita. Uh, I mean, I, I like Memphis to win it. Penny, Penny Hardaway's team's a better team, sure, more athletic. Uh, but they do give up points, and their defense is still in question a little. So I like the Shockers to keep it close, keep it to a single uh, score game. Single point difference, I mean. Uh, so I'd lean, I, I would lean Wichita State catching the 10.5. Game I debated back and forth, and so far I've stayed away from Oakland at IUPUI. Uh, IUPUI is struggling, to say the least. They are a bad team once again. Not as bad as last year, but they're bad. And Oakland's been playing well. Challenges on the road. I'm not really sure I want to uh, back Oakland to the tune of 11.5 points. Total here is 141.5. Um, I like Oakland to win. If I could get it to 10 or 10 and a half, maybe. Uh, most of the numbers are saying to take uh, take Oakland that I see. But it's just a little bit too high a number for me to be laying 
with the Grizzlies. Uh, I like them. They're, they're, they're inconsistent, though, so I don't really want to back an inconsistent team with that kind of that kind of spread. Watch them go out and win by 30 points. I could see that happening, and that's more because of who IUPUI is than, than who uh, Oakland is. I see most of the money backing them. Line open at minus 10.5, jumped up to minus 11.5. I see about 81% of DraftKings, 81% of the money on Oakland, 70% of the bets. Uh, so certainly the support is for the Grizzlies. Sliding down, I see... Um, Cleveland State at Northern Kentucky. I uh, found this to be an interesting game. The Norse uh, of Northern Kentucky come in four and a half point favorites. 126 is the total. I like Cleveland State, and I was debating pulling the plug here. I'm not pulling the plug, putting putting a, a bet down with them. But it's a little bit uh, too tight. Northern Kentucky plays a little better at home. Cleveland State's been inconsistent on the road, so it's a stay away from me. You can get you can get Cleveland State at plus four and a half at minus 105, so obviously they're enticing you to take that number. Uh, but going to be a stay away for me. James Madison is at Troy. Troy's a one-point favorite. 145 is the total. And I actually like JMU here. They've been playing a lot better lately. You can get them on the money line at minus 105. I would definitely lean towards them uh, laying a point here. I know it's on the road, so it can be a little tough. Troy's been inconsistent, but I like JMU um, to win and to cover. Um, But when there's only five points difference, I I will gladly take the plus one. So even if they lose by one, you can still get a push. Sliding down, Towson is at North Carolina A&T. Now, Towson has been up and down. They're six-point favorites on the road, but it's juiced down to minus 115. 133 is the total. I would still lean Towson. I think they're the better team here. I think they can win, and I think they can win easy. Um, If they play to their capabilities, to play the way they were earlier in the year, they win this game easy. If they don't and they continue their uh, questionable way, inconsistent ways, then I still think they can win. Uh, The question is, can they do it by more than two possessions or more? Sliding down, Liberty is at Jacksonville. Liberty comes in as a seven-point favorite, and um, 123 is the total. I actually like Jacksonville here. I like Liberty to win the game, but I like Jacksonville to cover. I think Liberty wins by – and I might be honest. I'm not 100% sure yet. Um, I think I'm going to be on Jacksonville plus seven. Open at minus five and a half, so the money's been um, – coming in on Liberty. Right now I see about 70% of the bets on Liberty, but just over 50, 53% of the money on Jacksonville. So uh, yeah, 70% of the bets, 53% of the money on Jacksonville. So I actually like Jacksonville. I'm going to be on that at plus seven. Uh, sliding down the board a little more. I'm trying to find the games that I was picking off here that I, uh, that I liked. Um, Stephen F. Austin, 7.30 East, is at Sam Houston. Sam Houston, five-point favorite, 135.5 is a total. I like Sam Houston here. Uh, I don't think I'm, gonna, I'm not on it yet, but I would, it's a lean for me. I like the way they've been playing. And uh, Stephen F. Austin on the road is a little uh, more inconsistent now. They've had a good year, too. Uh, I think this game could go either way. Um, but if, I think at five points, it's Sam Houston at home. I kind of lean towards them. Eight o'clock in the East is the next game I'm on. And I've got a few against the spread plays here, uh, or, or, or against the spread numbers for these next for the few games that I'm on. Uh, Youngstown State is in Green Bay. Youngstown State is 14 and a half point favorites, a big number. I don't really like laying 146 and a half in the total. But here is why I'm, I'm on Youngstown State laying 14 and a half. Right now, I see about 83 percent of the bets on Youngstown, 87 percent of the money. But more importantly, this year as a favorite, Youngstown State is 10 4 and 0. As a road favorite, 5 and 1. 5-1-0 uh, versus Green Bay, who as an underdog 
is five and thirteen, and has a home dog one and four. So Youngstown is five and one against the spread on the road. Green Bay one and four uh, against the spread. As sorry, Youngstown on the road as a favorite is five and one, and Green Bay at home as an underdog is one and four. Big number, I know, uh, but Green Bay is bad, and Youngstown State, I think, is decent. I think they can put up a lot of points. Uh, I might even look towards a Youngstown, Youngstown State team number, uh, but for me, I'm going to be on that. I see it at minus 105, minus 14 now, so even better right now. Um, stroll, where are we here? Uh, Florida Atlantic is at UTSA. Florida Atlantic's 50.5-point favorite, 144 uh, is the total. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on San Antonio here. Florida Atlantic's arguably the best um, mid-major in the country right now. I think they're 16-1, and one, doing really, really well. But UTSA isn't that bad a team. And laying 50.5 points at home is not something I'm really willing uh, to bet against. So I'm probably on UTSA to cover this large 15.5-point spread. Uh, I got it at minus 110 on DraftKings. So, yeah, I'm going to be on UTSA. Sliding down uh, further, I see – where's my next game here? I'm trying to find it. Sorry. Um, we've got Robert Morris in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, four-and-a-half-point favorite. 142 is the total. This line is pretty tight. I'm leaning Milwaukee. haven't pulled it. I'm going to see if this number moves it off. It gets down to four. Uh, probably won't. It's juiced at one, minus 105. So Milwaukee is probably going to be four-and-a-half, five-point favorites. Um, this line – Opens at minus five. Some more money's coming in Robert Robert Morris. Uh, but I do see 66% of the bets going towards Milwaukee and 72% of the money on Milwaukee. So I think I might still pull the trigger even, yeah, four and a half. I think I'm going to pull the trigger, especially when I get a minus 105. Uh, where are we going now here? Scrolling down, there's a couple of later games that are really like Denver's in South Dakota. South Dakota, four and a half point favorites, 148 and a half is the total. Now, Denver started hot. Uh, I think this this is their first year in D1. Started hot, and um, people were on them. They've been playing well at home, gone on the road. They haven't done that well. Uh, right now, I see South Dakota getting 43% of the bets and 53% of the money. So not a huge split, but definitely the bigger money leaning towards uh, South Dakota. And I just don't like Denver on the road. So I'm going to be on South Dakota minus uh, 4.5 at home. Uh, Indiana is at Illinois. Another big, great Big Ten game tonight, 8.30 in the East. Illinois comes in 6.5 point favorite, 145 is a total. I'm actually leaning towards Indiana. I think the Illini win. They've been playing a little better lately, but very up and down. Uh, they get on these runs where they win a few games or, or, or compete, and everybody's like, okay, they're back. And then they stink for three or four games, and they come back for a couple games. And welcome to the Big Ten, I guess you could say. And Indiana's kind of the same. So um, I just think 6.5 points in a Big Ten game between two fairly equal teams, probably slightly towards Illinois, slightly into them being at home, but I don't want to give more than these two possessions. So I'd lean Indiana at plus six and a half. Uh, scrolling down, USC is in Arizona. Sorry, Loyola Marymount is at Gonzaga, 9 p.m. in the East. Zags laying 50 and a half points, total 160. I lean Loyola Marymount. Zags seem to lean, turn things around, and when they win, they, they can dump teams at home. But uh, the Mount's been playing well, and I just think laying that many points is a few too many. If this were 12 or 13, maybe I'd lean towards the Zags, but a 15 and a half, I'm on Loyola Marymount. USC is in Arizona. Uh, Arizona's catch, laying eight and a half points, total 152. 
I would actually back Arizona. I don't think USC is that good, and I think Arizona has the ability to get out and run here and put up some uh, some big numbers. So I would lean them. Washington State is in Utah. Utah is three and a half point favorites. Total one twenty nine and a half. I would lean Wazoo. Uh, I think they are a little bit better, obviously away from um, home. That's going to be a little tougher traveling to Utah, but it's not that far. Not that far uh, a hike. And I think Wazoo is a little bit better than what they've been playing. So I would lean them, lean to them with the three points. Washington is in Colorado. Colorado laying nine points, uh, nine point favorite. 142 is the total, and I probably lean to Washington here, um, just because there's too many points. And Colorado's a better team. I think they win, but I don't think they win by nine. I think they win by five or six, which is kind of the way I would lean. The next game I'm seeing, um, kind of off the beaten path, 9 p.m. The South, Southern Indiana is at Linwood. Southern Indiana is laying five and a half points. Total here, 144 and a half. And my angle, again, is an ATS one here. Um, sorry. Um, when I looked at the numbers, as, a, as an underdog, Lindenwood is 9-5-1. and one. Uh, And as a home underdog, they're 3-0. and oh. They've only played three home games. Their first year in D1, they've they've got they played a lot tougher schedule, not a lot tougher, tougher schedule than Southern Indiana, um, as far as strength schedule metrics go. And as the home dog, or as a dog, they're nine five and one, and as a home dog, they're three and zero. On the other side of that, Southern Indiana is as a favorite, just one six and one. So they're laying five and a half points here. They're one six and one as a favorite, and on the road as a favorite, oh three and zero. Uh, so it lines up that Lindenwood's better at home. Lindenwood's better as a home dog. Uh, Southern Indiana is not that great as a road favorite and not that great as a favorite. So I just think laying five and a half points is a few too many. Um, so I'm on Lindenwood plus five and a half in this kind of off the beaten path game. I think those are my, oh, I've got another one. Um, Cal State Fullerton, 10 PM in these Cal State Fullerton is catching four against Long Beach State. Long Beach State minus four, total 145 and a half. And again, as a dog, Cal State Fullerton is nine, two and one. As a dog on the road, they're six, oh, and one. So they're catching four points. They're nine, two and one as an underdog, six, oh, and one on the road. Long Beach State as a favorite is just four and five. And as a favorite at home, it's just one and one. So, you know, the numbers in Long Beach State don't back it up as much. But Cal State, I think, is Cal State Fullerton, I think, has been playing, has been playing better as a, um, on the road. And what these numbers show, I'm not big on uh, on ATS trends. You hear a lot of guys spout out, you know, coming off a, a loss to a ranked team, this team's, you know, 5-2-1 and one, uh, ATS. Or coming off a loss, these guys are 3-4-1, and one, whatever. I don't tend to look at that a lot, but I think what it does, when you look at the extremes of uh, ATS numbers, so teams that have a really good ATS number or a really bad one or a really good one at home, really bad at home, uh, I just think it shows that some teams are un- undervalued. And, you know, if you're putting up two teams and their ATS records are one's, you know, seven, four, and two, and the other one's five, six, and one, th- it's kind of re- irrelevant. I mean, too, too small a sample size. But I think a lot of times, especially a team like Lindenwood earlier, Cal State Fullerton in this matchup, uh, don't get a lot of national coverage, don't get a ton of coverage, and tend to be a little... Uh, it's not disrespect, but it's a little undervalued is probably the term in the market. So when I see numbers like this, I see Cal State Florida in 9-2-1 as a dog and 6-0-1 oh, as a road dog. Um, that shows that they're not getting valued um, in the in, in all the, in the road games they've been playing as being able to keep the games close and keep the spreads close, and they have been able to do it. So I'm going to uh, 
see if that trend continues again tonight with Cal State Fullerton. Youngstown State and Southern Indiana as my big ATS plays here. Uh, last few games tonight, UCLA's and Arizona State. UCLA's favored by five, uh, 133.5. And, and I think I would actually lean towards UCLA here. Uh, it is juiced to minus 105, so it's a pretty decent uh, price as well. I would lean to the Bruins in this game. St. Mary's at Pepperdine. Pepperdine, 12-point uh, underdog at home, 140.5. Uh, this is a tough one. I think St. Mary's is a better team. 12 points is a lot to lean, uh, a lot, lot to lot to leave on the table. So I would lean towards Pepperdine, but not going to touch it. Oregon State uh, comes into Stanford. Stan- Stanford, sorry. Stanford's 11-point favorite, 131 is the total. And I'm on Oregon State here. I haven't pulled the number, uh, pulled it, uh, ticket yet, but uh, this is just too many points. I think Stanford's a better team. I think they win by six or seven, maybe eight. Uh, you know, it's a two to three possession game. It's not a, uh, I don't think, four to five possession game. Or three to four possession game, I guess. Uh, I like Oregon State. I like the Beavers. I don't like them to win here, but I like them to be able to cover. Pacific is in San Francisco. San Francisco is minus 10.5. 152 is the total. I'm actually on Pacific. Pacific started all decent. They've struggled, but they've got some pretty decent uh, ATS numbers as well as underdogs and on the road. Uh, so I think the Dons win. San Francisco wins, but um, probably by single digits. So I'm going to be on Pacific there. Last game of the night, BYU is in Santa Clara. Santa Clara, two and a half point favorite total here, 146. And I lean pretty heavy here to Santa Clara. I haven't made any uh, plays yet, but I like the way they've been playing, especially at home under Herb Sendak. And I think BYU uh, is a decent team, but going to be challenged on the road uh, as they've shown a few times this year. So uh, I'm leaning hard towards Santa Clara. So that wraps up the college basketball. Obviously didn't hit all 76 games, but a few games that I definitely like. And on to the ice in the NHL. Uh, 13 games. Going to quickly go through these. Nothing really jumped out at me. Uh, Winnipeg is in Toronto. Uh, the Leafs come in at minus 170 favorites. Jets plus 145 in the money line. Total here is six. Uh, juiced, uh, if anything, I would lean the over, but it's at minus 120, so we'll stay away. The Blackhawks are in Philly uh, to play, play, the, play the Flyers. Philly comes in minus 225 in the money line. Chicago plus 190. Uh, you got to lean the Flyers, but I'm not laying 225 with the Flyers this season. Uh, they've been as hot as hot and cold as anybody in hockey. So stay away from me. Total six. Stay away is that there. Uh, the Bruins are in New York to play the Rangers. This is going to be a great game. Uh, Bruins come in minus 115 favorites. You can get the Rangers at minus 105. Uh, the Bruins have been hot. The Rangers welcome back the big star right winger uh, Chris Kreider. I was looking at playing a shot prop for him, but he's over two and a half. I think it's minus 130. If we were down around minus 120, I'd probably play. It's going to watch that closer to game time. Uh, total here, five and a half. I would lean towards the under. It's minus 105. Um, but the Rangers have not given up many goals, and the Bruins are the number one, uh, I think one of the best, if not the best, defensive teams with the number one penalty kill in hockey. Uh, I think they also have the number one or two power plays. So they've been doing well, um, but I think Rangers are kind of mid-pack and power play and penalty kill, but but decent, but, but, but kind of mid-pack. So uh, I think goals will be at a premium. I like the Bruins, and I like the under in this game. Uh, Minnesota is in at Carolina and Carolina comes in minus 175 on the money line, the wild plus 150 total here, five and a half, but it is juiced to the over minus 120. Uh, I would take the hurricanes, but not, not a minus 175. This game could go either way. Columbus hosts Anaheim Columbus minus 165 on the money line, the ducks plus 140 total here, six and a half. I would lean actually to the under, although it is juiced down to one minus 115. And take CBJ in the money line at minus 165. Big price, but uh, I don't see the Ducks winning on the road there. 
The next game is what I'm going to put in a parlay. I'm going to put two teams together to get a little plus price. Florida travels to Montreal to play the Canadians. The Panthers minus 245 in the money line and the home Canadians plus 205. Canadians won a few games lately. So you could argue there'd be some value there, but I just don't see them being able to shut down Carolina. Or pardon me, Florida. Total here is six and a half. So some goals are definitely expected to be scored. Uh, I would probably lean towards the under. I think the Panthers win and can shut down Montreal. The Islanders travel to Buffalo. Two struggling teams. You can get the home savers at minus 125. The Rhode Islanders plus 105. Total here is six. I would lean to the Islanders plus 105 just because it's plus money. I think this game's a coin flip. Um, so I'm not going to lay minus 125 with the, with the Sabres. Uh, so how do you take the plus money? Although, like I said, both teams are struggling here. Total here is six. Uh, probably look towards the – probably to the over. I know both teams are struggling, but they're struggling defensively as well. So maybe a few goals can be scored. Nashville heads to St. Louis to play the Blues in what should be a good game. The Preds are the favorite at minus 115. The home Blues are minus 105. Total here is six. Juice to the under, minus 115. Uh Total stay away here for me. I'd, I'd lean towards the home Blues just because they're the home team. Um, getting a little better price at minus 105. Either team could win, um, but I definitely lean that way. This is the next game I'm putting in the second half of the parlay. The match with Florida. Washington is on the road in Arizona. The Capitals minus 210 in the money line. The home Coyotes plus 180. Total here is six. Probably in the over. I think Ovechkin and the boys can put some pucks in the net. Uh, and at minus 210. If I add that to Florida's minus 245, it comes out at plus 107. So that's my parlay, NHL puck parlay for tonight. What should be the best game, in my opinion, of the night? Well, the the Rangers-Bruins are going to be good, solid defensive hockey. If you're looking for some fun and exciting hockey, I think this is it. Tampa Bay is in Edmonton. Uh, the home Oilers minus 120. The Road Lightning plus 100. You can get a uh, total here six and a half, but juice to the over minus 120. You can get under it even uh, and even plus 100. I would actually lean the Lightning just because it's plus money. Um, you know, this game could go either way. McDavid and Dreisaitl can beat anybody, and especially um, if they're on. But Edmonton can give up a lot of goals to anybody as well. And uh, Tampa is no slouch when it comes to putting the puck in the net. So, I would take the Lightning at plus 100, but not on the game. Third last game of the night has the Red Wings traveling to Sin City to, place the, to play the Golden Knights. Vegas comes in minus 170. Favorite, Detroit plus 145 in the money line. Total here is six and a half. You can get that minus 120, the under, and even plus 100 to the over six and a half. Uh, I would lean the Golden Knights, uh, but minus 170 is just too much to play. The Devils are in Seattle to play the Kraken. The road New Jersey Devils minus 125. The home Seattle Kraken plus 105. Six and a half is the total here. Juice to the under minus 120. You can get over at plus 100. I wouldn't touch the over, and I'm not sure I'd go at 120 in the under. Uh, and I'd actually lean towards Seattle. They've been playing well. They've been beating some good teams. So they came out east and beat a few good teams. Um, and plus money, why not? I, uh, if anything, I would lean there. Jersey probably wins, but I think there's a good chance that the Kraken can pull it out. Last game of the night is Dallas is in L.A. to play the Kings. The home Kings minus 135. The Road Stars plus 115. You can get the uh, total at 6. Juice to the under minus 115. Over and minus 105. I would lean towards the under. Always lean to a Stars under for me. And uh, I would lean to the Kings. Um, actually, no, sorry. I would lean to the Stars at plus 115. I think the Kings better than even chance they're going to win. Uh, but Dallas has the ability to uh, step up and beat pretty much anybody in the league these days. And if you're getting plus money and you're looking for some value, I would lean that. So if there's any game I'm on, it is on the Bruins at minus 115 over the Rangers. And as far as my um, 
parlay. I'm going Florida minus 245 over Montreal plus Washington at minus 210 over Arizona. And that gets me to plus 107. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, hopefully you got some picks, some angles, and some things that you can look at tonight. Um, sorry, but before I go, I want to remind you of our pals at Manscaped. If you haven't already, check out manscaped.com. And when you check out, use the code HOOPBALL20. That's HOOPBALL20 for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also, if you're looking for another sports book, check out my bookie. You can go to mybookie.ag and use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up to unlock deposit deposit match bonuses there. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Like I said, hopefully you got some angles. Uh, if you want to chat, DM me at Doug underscore read three, four. Always happy to hear any comments, thoughts uh, from the listeners. So hope you have a great night and lots of fun sports to watch. And we will chat with you tomorrow. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.